Hey there, this is Laura. I wanted to pop in to give you an update. This episode was recorded prior to our rebranding. What was once the Read It With Whiskey podcast is now work in progress, the Laura J Live podcast. This episode reflects that traditional Read It With Whiskey format and may have information and content that has since expired or changed. Please visit laurajlive.com for more information. Enjoy the episode. Are you an author who has always dreamed of turning their book into an audiobook? Quixotic Bell Media is the audiobook podcast production company for you. They specialize in helping authors turn their books into an episodic audiobook podcast, releasing one to three chapters of their book each week. The episodic format will pull in new readers, help you grow your author brand and business, and QBM even offers help with audiobook launch strategies and monetizing your podcast. With Quixotic Bell Media, you record the audio and let them do the rest. You can finally start your podcast and audiobook without raising a finger to the logistics or time-intensive tasks. This means you'll be able to get back to what's important in your author business, your writing. So if you're interested in working with QBM, visit www.quixoticbellmedia.com for more information. Hello and welcome to Read It With Whiskey, the author interview podcast featuring self-published fantasy and sci-fi authors. My name is Laura Gentinen and I am your host. I am a self-published author of the Shockwave series. The third and final book in that series will be out later this spring, but I'll talk a little bit more about that in my little Laura J Live update. For now, let's hop into what this episode is going to be all about. It's about Suzette Ariano, and she is the author of The New Dawn. So Suzette Ariano grew up in the Las Vegas Valley under the scorching Mojave Desert sun. She earned her Bachelor of Arts in Journalism and Media Studies from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Between eating, sleeping, and laundry, you can find Suzette writing. And we had so much fun talking about her book, The New Dawn. So let's fill you in on what this book is all about. At the end of an era, the new dawn begins. Leaving college is an easy choice for Maya Fuentes. With no siblings and a dead war hero father, stepping away to be alongside her sick mother is a no-brainer. But her summer full of job applications and hospital visits comes to a rough start when she meets the charismatic yet annoying Jules Devereaux and learns of the gifted, a race of ability-wielding people. Turns out she's one of them. When the Legion seeks Maya to join their effort against those threatening the secrecy of their kind, she's taken to a small desert town to live among others like her, training and waiting for the day the 25-year ceasefire between the Legion and the elite inevitably comes to an end. With the threat of civil war on the horizon, the untold secrets of the past begin to unravel, but for Maya, learning the truth of her place within the Legion and the gifted may be far deadlier than the lies. It was so much fun talking with Suzette, and I loved her book and everything about it. We are going to dive into the characters and the magic and everything involved. So let's just dive right in. Welcome to Read It With Whiskey, the interview podcast featuring science fiction and fantasy authors. My name is Laura Gentinen, your host and the author of the Shockwave series. I am also a book club moderator, speaker, and avid reader, truly invested in every author's story. 
Within this podcast, I bring to you, the reader, all the behind-the-scenes secrets to how these guest indie authors bring their books into the world. If you are a sci-fi fantasy reader, then you need to hear from these authors. Let's learn about the person behind the page. Sit back, sip some whiskey, and lean in to these self-published authors. All right, for my Laura J. Live update, this is the first episode of 2022, and I cannot believe how far we have come. (laughs) This podcast was just in its baby stages a year ago. I was doing interviews with various authors to begin season one, and season one actually started in the beginning of February 2021. I did weekly episodes for the podcast for 26 weeks straight until I started season two and went to bi-weekly episodes. And that was a huge, amazing decision that I made for myself and for my sanity. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, it has been such a fun journey and I'm really excited to see what happens in 2022. So this week, I actually released a few extra special episodes on Patreon, and that is what my Laura J Live update is all about today. So over on Patreon, you can get access to all of these episodes early, as well as extra exclusive episodes and the video content of all of the interviews from on the podcast, which is really fun because we talk about spoilers and we definitely crack up a little bit. (laughs) And that is edited out of this final product here that you're listening to. So it's really fun to dive into those video episodes. And because I just love the idea of video episodes, I decided to do some extra special video episodes for my patrons. So the first of those three is the actual BIR of 2021 as a whole. So every single month I put out a BIR episode, the books I read for that month, and I decided to do a wrap up of the entire year. So I talked about all of the books that I read in 2021. I even held up every single copy that I had as paperback and it was a feat. (laughs) It was difficult. I believe the video ended up being 45 minutes long, but it's just really fun. I talk about the books. I mention a few things that I don't mention or didn't mention in the monthly BIR episodes. So it's just a fun video to watch. Um, And also it's completely unedited. So it's hilarious. And I say, um, a lot and it's really fun. (laughs) And the second video episode is my TBR list for 2022. So all of the books that I plan on reading in 2022, as well as my, basically my TBR challenge or experiment, as I like to call it, where I'm actually wrapping my TBR books. So if you want to kind of learn a little bit more about that, definitely head over to Patreon. Um, That's the second exclusive video that went out. The third and final video that went out was my goals video. So I went over all the goals that I had planned for 2021 and talked about my accomplishments. And then I talked about what I'm going to be pursuing moving into 2022. So that goals episode was really big for me because I hadn't thought about all of the different things I had accomplished in 2021. And I actually did a lot. I published more than I thought I would. I completely made a nonfiction series that I wasn't planning on doing. And so if you want to learn about all of that stuff, head over to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash readitwithwhiskey. There are links in this podcast episode description. But let's get into this interview with Suzette. Hello, Susa, and welcome to Read It With Whiskey. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me today. 
I'm so excited to talk to you. I loved your book, The New Dawn. It is so pretty. But first of all, I want our listeners to learn a little bit about you. So why did you decide to become a writer? I feel like my writing journey is like any other writer. Like I became a reader first and you get to a point where you've read enough books and you're like, what's next? And then you think to yourself, why don't I try to write something and try to make your own stories with the ones you just read? So I always wanted to make my own worlds and stuff like how other authors have inspired me. So I was like, I should take a stab at it. And I did. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so glad that you did because I really loved your story and your characters and everything. Thank you. So I'm so glad that you decided to write your book and tell your story, but writing isn't your full-time gig. Is that something that you would want to do later on down the road is become a full-time writer or do you want to just keep it as a hobby? Right now, I kind of like where my job is going, but eventually I do want it to become a full-time job where I only have to focus on writing. Mm -hmm. So that would be like the main goal in life, just to focus on writing and that's it. (laughs) I love it. Me too. (laughs) And do you think, so you did self-publishing for this book. Do you think you'll ever decide to go the traditional route or do you think you'll stay with the self-publishing indie world? I think I want to do both worlds. Uh, I went indie because I really don't like waiting. Mm -hmm. Like the traditional route takes time and takes rounds of edits. And with the indie route, I can take as long as I want (laughs) And I have that freedom, but I also would like to go the traditional route just to get the feel of the two ways you can go. So I'm not saying no to traditional right now, but maybe in the future. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of people who have found great success doing that hybrid route. They start out in one side and then they venture into the other. And I think you can kind of get the best of both worlds when you do hybrid writing like that. So I think that's smart. And Obviously, you've got a good thing going with your regular career. So this is the time to like kind of try out everything before you dive in full time. So that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about your writing process. Um, How did you write The New Dawn? Where did the inspiration for it come? Give us a little bit about that. (laughs) I'm a mess. Like for years, I've tried to write a book and I would write. I didn't know any of like the technical parts. Like it has to be like at least 50,000 words for it to be considered a novel. So I would just write and write and like, I didn't care about plot or anything. So one year I was like, I'm going to get serious about this and I'm going to research how to write a book. So that's when I started, when I actually got serious. So the first draft of The New Dawn, oh, it was terrible. It had no (laughs) plot. I did no, no outline. I did nothing. I just wrote. And I didn't know where it was going. So I went like 30,000 words in and it was like a road trip story. And we didn't even get to where we had to go. So the whole time it was just Jules and Maya talking and I'm like, oh, how are we going to get to the story? So I scraped that and I went back and I'm still not a plotter. I hate planning. I hate all of that. So I was like, I just need to know the beginning and the end and whatever comes in the middle, we'll figure it out when it comes. So that's how it started. I The idea for the new dawn was thinking In our normal world, what if there's like a secret society living within, coexisting with us? So that's when the the idea really blossomed. So then I was like, how can I create some conflict between these people? Because that's that's the the juicy stuff of the story. Like, what is this issue? So I thought of war, like warring families. I really always liked that idea of warring families. 
So that's when uh, the Legion and the Elite became a thing because I really wanted two entities to be at each other. So that's really pretty much how it was born. And from there, it took drafts and drafts because like I said, I don't do any outlines. So it's kind of like a mess each time until I got better and better. So after a few years, I'm still a mess, but I'm an organized mess. So we're still figuring out how to do this plotting thing. But for right now, I'm good without it. I love that. I'm the same way. I I can plot all day long, but then when I get to writing, I don't follow the plot. So it's just a waste of time because my <laughs> characters kind of take over. So I totally yeah. get what you're saying. Definitely. And so from beginning to end, how long did it take you to write this book? Cause this book was released in 2020 and you're currently working on the second book and it's going on. It'll be about two years. Does it take mm-hmm. you a long time to write books regularly, which is normal? Um, or have you ever tried writing it in shorter time periods, anything like that? I th- I'm a slow writer. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a really slow writer. But for the new dawn, it was during quarantine where I really had that chunk of writing. So I had the time to do it. So I started in like the summer of 2019. And I'm a perfectionist. So like I had to keep on going back and back. So I could have probably published it faster if I wanted to. But but the writer brain in me was like, you got to keep on fixing it. So it started in summer 2019 and then it went into 2020 and we all know what happened over there, right? (laughs) We had a lot of time. So then I got it edited and all that stuff and it was ready to go by like April and I just wanted some time just to build up awareness of it. So then I published it in June and then I started writing the sequel called The Dead Spirit right afterwards like I said, no plot. So I just kept on going and going. And for the first time ever, I overwrote. Like that has never happened with me. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm an underwriter and I have yeah. to go back in and write more words. So for this latest round, I have, I'm up to like 127,000 words and I don't know where those words came from. So I'm, <laughs> I don't want to release that big of a book. So I'm going back in and cutting out the excess. Like I've there's a thing that's all like kill your darlings and I feel like I've never had to do that because I'm always good at hitting a target Mm -hmm. number but this time it's like oh that's way too many words so that's why it's taking me a bit longer to get the sequel out because there's like way too many words and I gotta condense it a bit (laughs) (laughs) for sure and I'm an underwriter too so I can relate to that side of it So with the second book being a little bit longer, did you think about breaking it into two or are you going to stop after these two books and there's not going to be a third? Do you kind of have a timeline or outline for that? Well, when I first started, I thought about having a trilogy, but then over time, the story started unraveling. So there is a plot, uh, overall plot I want to reach. So the second book, it needs to be condensed so we can get to the next book. Okay. So that's what I'm really working on because we have a lot more story to go through and we just got to get through this step to go over there. So there's more to come. (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. Okay. So we've given our listeners a few little tidbits, but I would love for you to tell everyone what is the new Dawn about? Oh, I hate that question. Um, (laughs) All right, so uh, the new dawn starts with our protagonist. Her name is Maya Fuentes, and she's 20 years old, and she's a college student. And the story really starts when she comes home from school because her mom's really sick. She meets our male love interest. His name's Jules Devereaux. And that's really when the story starts, and you start to uncover things like Maya isn't really human. She's kind of human. She's half human. 
So she goes into this world called the gifted and everyone has like a different ability depending on their family. So that's when it really starts. And Maya, the main conflict Maya has to deal with is to find out who she is and where is her place in the Legion and in the gifted entirely. So that's really what her journey that you'll see in the new dawn and you'll, you'll meet some new people. You'll figure out some secrets and it'll be a fun ride. (laughs) I love it. That was pretty good synopsis. I would say there's some people who come in and they're like, I can't do it. Nope. You're just going to have to read off the back of the book. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. But no, that (laughs) was good. Thank (laughs) you. But yeah, it's really hard to sum up a book once you know everything that's within it. And there's Mm -hmm. so many little secrets and things that you might not realize in the beginning. And then later on, as you go through, you're going to find some things out. And so I'm really excited to dive into book two. Once you publish it, I'm going to be like one of your first, the first people on your list to buy. I'm really excited. Let's dive a little bit deeper within this story. So you mentioned the gifted. So this is kind of like a hidden society, not necessarily an alternate world, but within our own world Mm -hmm. of these people who are halfway human, like you said. So elaborate a little bit more on the gifted and why they are called the gifted. Well, the gifted are cool. They're they're (laughs) not exactly human. They're another species that's not human. And each year they're separated into gifts. That's why they're called the gifted because they Mm -hmm. each have this ability. And let's see if I can name them off the top of my head. So there's the minds who can do like telepathic stuff and telekinesis. Uh, There's water, air, earth, spirit. (laughs) And then there's a... siphons I almost Mm -hmm. forgot like the most important one and which has the ability to take the ability of someone else and that Mm -hmm. can be deadly if they take too much so that's really much what they do they have their own thing and in between that they have the legion and the elite and once you read in the story you can see where that tension is between the different gifts and why they are fighting with each other Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love that you went with elemental gifts. That's a very common trope with magical books like this. But I liked that, like the water, fire, air, earth, but then you went into the mind and the spirit and then the siphon too, which was newer, at least to me in reading books like this. And so that was exciting to kind of get this other idea of a potential ability people could have. Um, And I really, really loved, I think this is my favorite scene one of my favorite scenes within the book was when they went to the reveal. So tell our listeners, what is the reveal? <laughs> uh, oh, but quick side note. Okay. So the, I love Jules and mm-hmm. the reveal section is like the only part of the book where he's not in it. So I'm, I surprised, know. <laughs> you, I'm surprised you like that part because I've heard from other people. It's like Jules isn't in like three chapters of the book. Where is he? Right. No, that's, that's funny because I love him. I think he's my favorite character. One of my favorite characters out of the whole book. And because I just really like his presence and the interaction that he has with Maya. But I think because he's not there, they talk about him there though, and why he would be important if he were there. And I think that that gives him still a presence within that place thing. Okay. So go ahead. Tell us what the reveal is. So the reveal, um, it's, it's like an annual ceremony and that's like the thing everyone looks for in these legion towns so every year uh the gifted get their abilities around puberty or sometimes earlier but they want to make a big show of it so every year they do something called a reveal and they have to like battle each other out with like either the guards who protect the city 
or with the receivers who go out and get other gifted out in the world. So they basically have to fight each other, not to the death, but they Mm got to fight each other until they show their gift. And that's when they can declare like, I am an air, I am an earth. So that's a nice fun part (laughs) of the story. It's exciting because it definitely gives you more information about each of the abilities that people can have. And I think like I went back and reread those scenes before we did our interview here. Cause I was like, I love that scene. And I wanted to like get an idea of all the different gifted types again. And it was just really cool to see that. So we, we kind of talked about some characters. Like I said, Jules was one of my favorites, but I would love to hear from you. Who is one of your favorites, either just favorite characters in general or your favorite to write? We already talked about Jules a bit and I really liked writing him because he can say like some wild stuff Mm -hmm. and like everyone knows like that's him. So they don't really have to answer him back. So he can say something and then we just move on because like that's Jules. I also really liked reading Tyler Mm -hmm. and I really liked his interactions with with, um, Jules Mm -hmm. and we'll see more more of that in the next book. So that's really fun. Or like Maya because out of all the characters, she's very normal yeah like there's some characters that will like do some crazy stuff but she's usually the balanced one and like she keeps she is the center of this Mm -hmm. book and which is like which is why I really liked her as the main character because she's very reasonable in her decisions and if she does do something out of step she usually has a reason to do so so that's why I really like doing her so that's why I really love the three of them together yeah and they're my favorite Oh, I love that. Yeah, I really liked Maya. And I liked that I actually wrote it in my review that I posted like on Goodreads and Amazon that this book, yes, it's about like alternate types of people, but it's so, it's like such a very small drift into this world that it feels very natural. It's almost like you're having a dream and it could be in reality, except there's some magic. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's because Maya is such a normal person. And she brings that normalcy to a fantasy world, which I really, really liked. So mm-hmm. I like that you said that she's, she's cool. I like her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to see where she goes within the next book. So can you tell us without giving us any spoilers about how book one ended or what's going to be in book two, can you tell us, does book two start off right when it ends at book one? And like, can you tell us a little bit about what happens in book two? So the second book, The Dead Spirit, coming out early 2020, <laughs> it starts, a few, it picks up a few weeks after the last day in paradise, the last chapter in The New Dawn. So it's it's really much Maya processing the aftermath of what happened. Mm-hmm. And if you read the book, she is kind of struggling with what happened and she's trying to take it in. But there's also a lot of loose ends that didn't tie up at the end. So she's Mm -hmm. trying to navigate her way through that. And that's when some familiar faces come back and they take one of the biggest problems at the end of the new dawn. And that's when they're going to try to fix it. And that's the main plot of the sequel is trying to fix that main problem at the end of the new dawn. So it's a continuous thing. Okay, cool. Good. I like it. I I hate when books have like a huge, like six month gap. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I try to I try to make it as close by to each other Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to do it like oh it's right the next day after like you need some time to process what happened exactly oh I know the struggle for that between my book one and two it's maybe like a week time frame 
and it's a trilogy. So between book two and three, it's literally the same scene. It picks up on, on book three. And so it's completely different transition, but it was necessary because of like the plot lines and stuff. Yeah. But that was really hard for me between book one and two, because you don't want it to be too soon, but you don't want it to be too far. So yeah, yeah it sounds like you got it wrapped up and perfect to start up the next one. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. And I didn't even know it was going to be part of another book because when I initially read it, I didn't know there was going to be a book too. So when I read it, I was like, this can't be a standalone. And then I did some more research and I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, like one of the things they tell you when you write your first novel, especially if you want to query it to agents, it's like, you have to write your first book. Like it's a standalone. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter if there's a series or anything, just wrap it up just in case there is no sequel. Yeah. So that's what I really tried to do, but there is a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be, it could technically be a standalone, but I'm really glad it's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad with it too, because I really have to see these characters through. I have to give them a happily ever after. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I mentioned it when we first started about the book cover. So this book cover is absolutely beautiful, but it wasn't the original. So no. you had a different book cover. What made you decide to switch? And then this is gorgeous. You'll have to tell us where the inspiration for this came from too. So when I first, my first cover, it didn't really encapsulate what the book was about. Like it didn't really show anything. So with this new cover, I kind of wanted to hint at the tension between like the different gifts. Like you have the fire and then you have the water kind of mixing with each other. And then you have the Legion star in the middle. So it kind of kind of signifies the whole Legion. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really seen a lot about the elite yet. So that's something I want to bring out later okay (laughs) but 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 since this is the first book I just wanted to show make it very legion based Mm -hmm. so that's why there's the water and the fire because that's the two of the big ones in the legion yeah for sure and I like that it combines very well like you can't find where the water ends and the fire begins it's just so Mm -hmm. pretty where did you get it made so her name's Maria and her instagram is ms premades go follow her she's great yeah, I'll definitely have to go check her out. Once you find a designer that does really good work like this, it's like, I'm just going to be yours forever <laughs> and you stick with one. So yeah, I found my designer and I'm like, I'm for sure sticking with her through the my series because she obviously knows my series. And so mm-hmm. it's like, keep going with it. But um, yeah, this is a beautiful cover. So I'm going to have to go Thank check you. her out. Okay, so this is The New Dawn. It was out in 2020. The next book, The Dead Spirit, we talked a little bit about that and it'll be out 2022. Do you have a specific date or is it like spring, summer? Do you have an idea? I'm aiming for the first quarter of 2022. But like I said, I'm a slow writer. (laughs) And, And that's the thing about going indie is like, there is no time. You can do whatever you want. If I can, re- I can release it from like 10 years from now. Like no one will remember, but I can do it in 10 years. <laughs> so I'm aiming as early as possible, which is the first quarter of 2022. And hopefully I can release a date soon. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So is there anything that your readers don't know about you that you would like to share any like interesting little tips <laughs> about you or info? The one I always say is that I'm left-handed. There's, that's like the most interesting thing about me. Like at school, like the first day is like, oh, go around and tell everyone like something interesting about you. And I would be like, I'm left-handed. And then I would be like, wow, really? So yeah, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I've lived with the struggle my whole life, like trying to find scissors that fit mm-hmm. me, like notebooks without the spiral hitting me in my, in my palm. So yeah, 
I've had a tough life being left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's too funny. All right. And then we know you have the dead spirit coming out. Are you working on any other projects within like the next year or so that you'd want to share? Yeah, I'm working on a low fantasy. I don't know if that term is still being used. Low to middle fantasy. I'm not really a big person for high fantasy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a fantasy and it's straying away from contemporary fantasy, which I really like. So I've tried to do something different with this one and actually think about it before I write. Mm-hmm. So it's not a real outline. It kind of just has points I want to hit. So it's taken me forever to write, but it's better than what I usually do. Cause usually I just go straight into writing and fast drafting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a mess. It's a mess. So um, I'm going in there and I'm actually thinking about the words I'm using and like structure and mm-hmm. all of that. So it's taking me a bit to do that, but that's in the back burner just to get the, the dead spirit going. But yeah, that's, that's my second project I'm currently working on. Well, cool. I'll definitely keep my eye out for when that one comes out. This wouldn't be read it with whiskey without talking a little bit about whiskey. So Suzette, what is your favorite whiskey to drink? My favorite, I think, cause I've tasted a lot of whiskeys and they're all, they all taste the same. All alcohol tastes the same and it tastes <laughs> gross. So the one I would say is like, Hmm, it's not that bad. It was Conor McGregor's, I think it's proper 12. It was the first drink of, that I can be like, oh, yeah, it's actually pretty smooth. It went down smooth. Mm-hmm. So I recommend that for all like first time whiskey drinkers. It's yeah. a good, it's a good drink. <laughs> cool. I always, I always tell people to do like some type of honey whiskey if they're new to whiskey or something smooth like that. Um, because if you're going to go to like the straight bourbon whiskeys, like this is four roses, this is going to be um, a little bit more potent if you were a newbie. <laughs> so, but that's a great recommendation. I love that. All right. So where can our listeners find you and find your books online? All right. You can, guys can follow me on Instagram at Suzette.Ariano and Twitter at Suzie, S-U-Z-E, Ariano. And you can find The New Dawn on Amazon and free on Kindle Limited. Awesome. And then I did see the dead spirit is on Goodreads. So you can Mm -hmm. park it to want to read. Um, I just did that today and I'm super excited for that second book in the series to come out. But I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. I had really fun talking with you and getting to know a little bit more about the book. So thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. with Suzette was so much fun and you definitely have to go and get her book ASAP. (laughs) So all of the links are in this podcast episode description. So go ahead and check her out online and definitely start following her story because I believe there's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming from her in the future. And next week, we have an incredible author who has been pumping out books like crazy. We are going to be speaking with Katherine Downen, the author of the Markings series. And the third and final book in that series did just come out. So you can get all of these books right now. Um, So head on over to Amazon, go ahead and purchase The New Dawn by Suzette Ariano. And then you can grab the Markings by Katherine Downen to prepare for the episode that's coming out in two weeks. Until then, you guys have a great one. 
You've been listening to an episode of Read It With Whiskey. I am your host, Laura Gentinen, and I just wanted to personally hop in and say thank you so much for listening. Your support of the podcast means so much to me, and I would really appreciate it if you could go onto your favorite podcast platform and rate and review the show. By rating the show, you're going to help more people find the podcast so then we can grow. Once you review the show, share it on your social media, share your favorite episode with your friends, and come back next time to hear more from self-published authors. I'll talk to you soon.